0: yes. But we are also not entirely efficient.
1: With- oh, no, no, no. Of course not. No. And, and part of that is we weren't designed. <laughs> I mean, engineers, and this is a real problem these days, is that engineers are designing things that are really efficient. Um, but no, humans aren't like that. I call it robo-envy. I mean, I, I was thinking this morning, I was updating... I have hearing aids because I'm 65 and I've played a lot of music. Um, and yesterday I went in to get my hearing aids updated. And I thought to myself, damn, I just wish I could do that to a bunch of other parts of my body, you know, like, uh, you know, I, and, and, and when you're annoyed by someone, you might think, you know, this, this is a malfunctioning machine. let can't, can we update you? You know, <laughs> a lot of self-help talks like that, you know, yeah. just decide to be this new way. Robo envy.
0: Uh, you know, there's all of the genetic engineering and neuralink.
1: We're already doing it. You know, the psychopharmaceuticals are kind of, um, Uh, You know, they're like that. And also, all of this technology does create incredible efficiencies for us. It's so reliable that we ignore it. We're not paying attention to how much we've become dependent on it. Um, And I depend on it mightily. I love it. I I mean, if you're not busy doing the kind of stuff we're doing in this conversation, in this era, that makes it possible for you in Australia at God knows what time it is. (laughs) 10 a.m. No, that's just wrong. The time is obviously five o'clock. I mean... <laughs> time doesn't it, even exist,
0: our... if you ask me. So that's another entire... Like, oh, no, that, oh, that is another
1: whole direction we could go. Um, I think it does, but but no matter. But here we are sitting on the front porch of the universe, exploring it and us in it from across all of these miles using all of this reliable technology it's just impressive i exercise every day with vr i love it virtual reality exercise fabulous
0: it's not getting popular as fast as i thought it would have
1: it's the most immersive art form i have ever met it's just amazing
0: a limitation that i see in the evolution of movies is that when you write something to become a movie you write it knowing what movies are capable of. But what they're doing with VR, with augmented reality, with 3D, is writing movies the same way as they were writing 2D movies, or they were writing books, and then try to uh, transpose it into right. virtual environments. Yeah. They're not conceiving the idea, the concept, as a 3D concept, and that's why they don't take advantage because that would be an entirely different experience. Like if you create a story that can only be told through a virtual environment, it means that that thing could not exist as a 2D movie. And that's where the innovation would come, but- Sure, I
1: think that these are early days for VR. So I'm a bass player and the bass was invented maybe four years before, the electric bass was invented maybe four years before I was born. And I played it. I started playing it maybe 13 or 14 years old, and we were still playing it like the big old doghouse. This is the thing with the the 40, 42 inch strings, big old cables. There's a limit how, to how fast you could go. And then you get these guys who realize, this is this is maybe 20 years into the existence of basses, that you could shred on them. <laughs> And, and so the innovation on bass has been astonishing. I would say that there's been more technique innovation on bass than any other instrument. But a lot of that is because they were working from the old model, what you could do on an upright, what you could do on, a, on an electric bass. So I'm assuming that, that, that we will be seeing changes. It's an open opportunity. In the meantime, they are doing things on VR, not stories. They're not telling stories on it so much, um, in part because they're kind of sweaty you know they're they're sweaty and heavy so people are not sitting for three hours in them quite the same way but the video games on them i mean i'm not a video gamer but they are they are shockingly realistic have you done the the rock climbing have you have you tried climb
0: no i tried boxing
1: i do i I do a lot of boxing i i'm actually even a, um, a vr pioneer i'm one of the first sports accidents from VR, I tore my meniscus while boxing in VR. Oh, so,
0: how's your meniscus now?
1: I had surgery two months ago, and it's better, but it's not perfect. I'm 65; things are breaking down. I'm I'm passing through, like we said.
0: Yeah, but time is relative. It doesn't really exist. It's 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 our perception. We need to cope with uh, decaying, with the energy passing through us in a way. Like it's a way for us to make sense of whatever it is that is surrounding us.
1: So are you saying that time is a figment? It's a convenience for making sense of what happens around us.
0: It's a label that we use to describe the decaying of the way how we can perceive our system.
1: I don't know that we understand time. I think that time is one of the biggest mysteries left. But um, to dismiss it as a figment, I don't think works. Um, And even the Einstein model doesn't quite do it because you've got changes in space-time continuum. Well, change is time. So, yes. So if you're going to talk about a point in the block universe at one moment and a point in the block universe at a... uh, Sorry, if you're going to talk about different points in the block universe, um, you are actually still talking about a different dimension of time. Now, there's a part of our theoretical research that relates to this and has to do um with imaginary numbers and um it's complicated but 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 anyway no i do have debates i have this one friend he's a general contractor he built this whole beautiful place here and we get together we get stoned this is california we can get stoned (laughs) And he tells me that time doesn't exist, and I tell him that um, he's just wrong. And then we and we go back and forth about it. And um, and I tease him because he can't stop using time words, you know. So,
0: but that's so, exactly it, why
1: it's it's a label, and and you need a label to describe what you're trying to address. You're you're a pure nominalist about time, uh, meaning. So the, the, the there was a difference between the the realists and the nominalists in philosophy about about things. So some people said that all words are just flatus vocus. They're basically vocal flatulence. They're how we cut the universe. They're not how the universe really is cut at the joints. And um, it's it's an arbitrary system that serves us. It's a figment. And then I still say, okay, it's a figment to whom? We weren't always here that is, there were no figments before there were organisms that were trying to do things and could therefore be tricked into one thing or another. Um, uh, so, if we didn't exist before that, uh, then that suggests that there's some kind of change in what's going on in the block universe. It's complicated, and I'm way over my head. I'm I'm actually aping stuff I don't quite understand. So, forgive me. I'll I'll stop talking now. <laughs>